Hi, Bex. It's really nice to see you today. Hi, Bex. It's actually nice to see you. We're in the garden. We're in person. The, the sunshine and the birds tweeting. And we're really pleased to be joined by Jamie Ullman, who's an early years teacher and manager at the preschool centre at the University of Cumbria. That's a, that's a that's long a... one, isn't it? Like, <laughs> hi, Jamie. hi, Jamie. Thanks for joining us this morning. Yeah, no problem, man. Flattered to be asked, to be honest. Oh, thank you ever so much. And again, it's we're really, really wanting to raise the profile of, of males in the early years workforce. So we, we do appreciate your time this morning. Can you can we start off by asking you why why you chose early years? What was it about early years that drew you in? Um, so honestly, it was to do with the way in which learning happens within the early years. So I used to be a primary school teacher. And it's a very prescribed way of learning. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously sit children down, here's the objective, here's how you achieve the objective. Um, and I much preferred the idea of going through a much more child-initiated approach. And, that, you know, the idea of having areas set up and you just go where you want to learn and mm. things happen sort of spontaneously. So, yeah, that, that was the reason that, that I went for early years. That's really interesting because that's what um, we were speaking to some other teachers who said exactly the mm. same, who started their own, like, pre preschool, weren't we? And, mm. oh they've absolutely like embraced the fact that you can follow the child and follow that deep engagement in play and those child-led interests yeah and actually that was that was the next question Jamie which links really nicely is, is you know what is the best thing about early years I think you've probably touched on that already but for you what is it that that is that makes the day really enjoyable <laughs> I mean the children I mean I think at any age level if you go into education you know um got to enjoy the company of children mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean that, that's it's just fun it's just fun being around them i know it's a bit of a cliche but you know especially this age they're just so innocent and uh, unaware of um you know some of the nasty things that are yeah. in the world and mm. you know they don't, they're not judgmental or anything like that they're just they're just they're just so in the moment, aren't they? You know, children in early years, they, they like exist in that moment in time and, and are just living their best life. And that, oh, you can learn a lot yeah. from those children. Yeah. And I think, you know, like we say, like fun is a cliche, but fun is, I think that's a really key point, Jamie, because yeah. fun is absolutely crucial. If you go to work and you work with children and you don't have fun, yeah. That's not great, is it? You know, because, because no, this is the time you're when you're in the wrong profession. You are, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, but yeah. well done, Jamie. Yeah, you are, you're in the you're in the wrong profession because actually that's what it's about. It's about engaging with those children. It's not about going through those routines and just we're doing this now, we're doing that now. It's about what are those children really heavily engaging? What are their interests? Um, what are they having fun with and having mm. a laugh? And you, gosh, you know, children laugh so many times a day. That's infectious, isn't it? If we can if we yeah. can work with that in early years, gosh, yeah. that's amazing. Find, find the yeah. Fun. Uh, Jamie, you mentioned that you were you were started as a as a qualified teacher. Um, did you, when you made that decision to move into early years, did you have to sort of do any extra qualifications? Did you do any more any more training, sort of in that in that area specifically? Uh, yeah, so I I did a, a it's like a, an EYTS um, yeah. course um, through Alliance for Learning in altering of. So yeah, effectively I retrained. Mm. I mean, I was at an advantage because I'd already done a PGCE, so I, I kind of knew what was coming and I knew how to, you know, jump through the hoops for want of a better phrase. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, re I retrained as an earlier teacher just for just for my own benefit. Really, I didn't necessarily need to. Yeah, and what, um, what, what do and I was fortunate that my setting, you know, supported me with that. Yeah, you know? it's it's a good route, isn't it? That. But what 
did, what do you think it gave you that doing that sort of more specialist qualification in early years? What did it give you that you might not have had if you hadn't done it? Um, I mean, one of the really it, one of the main things is that it gave me time to think and reflect mm. because having mm. spent you know nearly ten years teaching, after the first couple of years when you do your PDC etc., you don't spend a lot of time. I don't know, you don't get much of an opportunity just to sit down and reflect on no. practice and things like that because you, you're just so caught up in doing everything. Mm. So I used to sit at the training sessions. We have, you know, you have really good dialogue with people. Um, there was a wealth of experience on the course as well with people who were, you know, who'd been teaching or in early years for, for decades. Yeah. And, you know, I was brand new to it. So it gave me that... that difference of opinion, different approach, different understanding, and then I just sat and re- reflected and thought, whatever we were discussing, how does that fit for my setting? How, yeah. How's this going to work? Yeah. You know, how is it going to benefit the learning of the children? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because I had no knowledge. I've been a Key Stage 2 teacher, so right. I had absolutely no knowledge of early years at all. Yeah. I read one book, I read, I read Anna F. Graves planning in the moment, and just right. thought that that's how it worked. Right, <laughs> okay, yeah. I think, I think that's key. I think having, I think you mentioned the time and space to think and reflect, and I think that's so true, and I think it's true of any job, isn't it? When you're mm. on that treadmill, it's very difficult to pause, but I think the value of being able to talk to other people in the similar position with different backgrounds, I think is hugely beneficial, isn't it? Because it is, you because you do, you Mm. gain so much from other people's experience and that that shouldn't ever be undervalued, really. No, totally. And that's why we always say, you know, at the end of every every session when we say in our trainings and the settings that we work with we always say like it's really crucial to have that reflection time mm-hmm. and that evaluation time even if it's only five to ten minutes at the end of a session or the end of the day mm-hmm. to discuss yeah. what's gone really well and mm-hmm. what really needs to change and where the children are going next if you do that every day and if mm-hmm. that makes a huge huge difference I think that's what we're almost like privileged to do in early years that we can do yeah. we can have that time to, to yeah to actually it. you've got to prioritize it and stand back and actually take that time to observe understand and have those evaluations it's crucial isn't it yeah it's another thing about the early years as well is that you you kind of have or i find in my personal experience that you kind of have more of an opportunity for the need for reflection yes if if you're teaching in a in a a school and you've got a curriculum and you've got an an average year six as well so you've got objectives to hit because you've got sacks at the end of the year you, you you, you, re, you re reflect on maybe how, how you approach things, etc. Um, you know, some of the activities that you arranged. or um, But you, I find that in early years, you're constantly reflecting on the environment, you're constantly yeah. reflecting on interactions. I don't know, I just feel like it, it happens more and I'm given more of the opportunity to do it now. So. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is probably what lots of teachers would, would like, isn't it? To actually have that time to, every yeah, teacher absolutely. really, to have that time to sort of actually really, really... And to look at the, look at the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. I think, Jamie, yeah. at, at the start, we sort of touched on the fact that you were a male in early years. And, I mean... It, I was just thinking back, it, it's something that we mentioned because we know that the, the industry is, is sort of heavily sort of female yeah. dominated, but is it something that we should be talking about or, you know, should we acknowledge it or is it just, should it now become the norm? I mean, Jamie, for you as a male in early years, have you, do you ever feel like you're the only one or you're in the minority <laughs> or does it feel very, just very normal? Um, I don't know, it's an interesting question. I mean, yeah, I'm aware that I'm the only, you know, we have 
something like 30 members of staff working here mm. and I'm, I'm aware that I'm the only male. Right. Um, again, as I alluded to before, with the sort of age of the children, the, the, you know, the children, they say they don't, they don't care <laughs> um, what yeah. you are. Mm. You know, they, they care who you are as a person and how you treat them and That's how you engage true. with them. Yeah. So, so I don't ever feel... Yeah, I don't ever feel like the odd one out or anything particularly. Mm. More so if I'm maybe if we're doing training or something and then, you know. Yeah. Maybe sometimes if we're pre-lockdowns and all the rest of it. Um, if I went on a training session you, from five to 50 people, you, you pretty much know you're probably going to be the only man there. Yeah, quite often. yeah. Um, so, that, so only then. But no, no one makes me feel uncomfortable at all. No, well, well, everyone in early years is so like inclusive. And actually, like like we say, like everyone in early years is doing a, a, an amazing, crucial job, aren't they? they so, are, yeah. like you say, it really it 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 doesn't matter, does it? No. It's just nice to have a male that is so passionate about early years and understands it more. Because I because I think that perhaps needs to be demystified a little bit about what early years actually is mm. and and understanding that from from a female and a male perspective as well yeah, so and when you're looking at a career as a, as a male you know do you not look at that career because because it's like there's always females in there but actually that's really important to look at that career and yeah. open your own sort of you know boundaries and things and think, yeah. actually this is a because because it's crucial for children to have fantastic adults around them isn't it yeah right. absolutely yeah. I think Jamie, thinking about early years, and obviously you're you're really positive, and you've made that transition from from school age, you know, down down to early years, in terms of age. But do you feel there's anything that needs to change in early years? Is there anything that you're particularly thinking? Yeah, do you know what we need to drive this? We need this movement here. Um, I'm not sure about in terms of driving. What one thing that I definitely feel is is that sometimes it feels like the early years is a bit of a bit of an afterthought yeah you know, mm. more, more so by i don't know maybe the government um yeah. because and something that doesn't sit with me particularly well is that i've, I've heard us described as um particularly throughout the pandemic as a as child care yeah um mm. now by you know like having williamson the uh, education secretary and my my my, my kind of issue with that you know, are we educators or are we babysitters? Yeah, and if, totally. And if, and if we're babysitters, then why are we judged by Ofsted? Why do we have to yeah. match those same standards? So, I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's kind of my only if you like no yeah I think um, uh, yeah I think it's and I think it's something that we're all very well yeah. and, and trying to raise that profile and it's it, huge, we say yeah. it all the time don't we Beck you know yeah. this, this is you are educators you are you know and I wonder if Jamie because it's still seen as also optional you know it's a, you know you don't yeah. your children don't they don't yeah. have to cut and so that still doesn't we doesn't put us as early as professionals on a, on the same platform and level as teachers, uh, or you know, I I don't it's know. Like you have, I wonder there. as I don't, I don't know. I wonder as well. It's people. It's a total misunderstanding of what happens in an early yeah, years I agree. for any early years provider, be that a childminder. Because again, like all the the settings and things say, you know, they've been starting to be recognised, but childminders just no, aren't recognised. No. And we all do exactly the same job, and we all the wealth of knowledge. Like you say, Jamie, you like you didn't, you could have just come in 
into early years you didn't you went and specialized in that early years from being a teacher because you thought do you know what this is i need to learn more i need to understand early years and it's crucial isn't it and the the degree that you go through you know i think like i studied for over like six seven years yeah. to get to get what i need to do about the research and the courses are fantastic. Mm. So that understanding, I think, is absolutely yeah. crucial. And I think, what, Jamie, I think yeah. what you said there about the term childcare, you're right, that's been used so much. Mm. And, and unfortunately, we had an opportunity over the pandemic to go, hang on a minute, you know, look how important we are. Yeah. But uh, I think what happened was it was the, the spin was more it's really inconvenient for parents because yeah. they, their children can't, they, they've got to look after their children at home and try and work. Yeah. Whereas seeing actually this is the children's education yeah, and definitely. development. So yeah, no, I, I think, think perhaps a, really a lot of parents point. understand it a bit yes. more. They're starting to understand it and, and you do and you go and choose that provision, but understanding what goes on is really, really crucial. And, you know, we know that we're professionals. So I think it's, again, it's like, you know, we are a key person, not a key, part, key worker. We're yeah. a key person. We are a key professional in, that in that child's yeah. life aren't we really yeah. so yeah Absolutely. so oh that's been really interesting oh, talking has. to you jamie today that's been fantastic yeah thank you so much for your time and, yeah. and sharing your thoughts with us we do really appreciate it and as always if anybody wants to find more out about thriving language you can head to our website which is www.thrivinglanguage.co.uk or email us we'd love to hear from you um and that's rebecca at thrivinglanguage.co.uk as well so for our training courses we can do face to face now and we're looking forward to coming to see you Jamie yeah, yeah. that was brilliant and also um, it's been a long time coming yeah it's been a long time coming we've had it but we're, we're coming to see you now so that'll be brilliant you know and also we just got to credit Jamie with the, being the person that um, named us as the Beckers yes so thank you for, thank you for that that was brilliant yeah. so we use that for everything yeah, yeah thank so you. thank you for that oh nice to speak to you Jamie bye yeah, nice to speak take to you care. Too. take care bye bye